Hey beauty, do you want to have good success? In this episode, we are going to talk about how to have good success. Before we get into the show, I want to remind you of my free cheat sheet for you. It is called Hope for Your Health, a simple cheat sheet for getting started with holistic health God's way. It is a very simple sheet that I created for you to get started if you need some hope for your health. Go to herholistichealing.com slash free. I will put a link in the show notes. With all that being said, let's get into the show. Welcome to Her Holistic Healing. Do you want more energy and less anxiety so that you can do all the things? Are you searching for meal ideas, essential oils, and other holistic treatments? Do you wish you could know which direction to take with your health so that you could finally feel better? Hey, I'm Alexandra. I love Jesus. I'm a wife, mom of three, and registered nurse with years of experience in clinical research. I also wanted more energy so that I could have more fun and keep up with my growing child. I too was confused about all the different diet and treatment options. I too wanted to wake up every day and feel good, but I felt anxious because I couldn't solve the mystery of my health. Until God showed me that He is the source of true healing. In this podcast, you will learn holistic treatments and Bible truths that will lead you to the peace, joy, and freedom that you have been hoping for. So what do you say we take a break from the mind-numbing, humdrum busyness? Let's rest and let God be our healer and helper. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Joshua 1 seven through eight. I know that I've shared on this passage and this topic before, but I think that it is so important for me and for you to remember all the time. As a kid, I was taught that verse to meditate on God's word, but I never really understood what it meant. Now, when I think about meditating on God's word, I think of it as a necessity I keep verses in my phone. I keep, I have verses on my wall. I write verses in my planner. I even have started this habit tracker on my planner to check off after I've looked at a few verses for the day that I want to remember. I'm not saying that you have to be legalistic about it and just put it as another item on your to-do list. But I just want to say that it's so important. The Bible talks about the Bible, God's word, being the sword of the spirit. It talks about the armor of God and the Bible is your offense. If you're you're not meditating on the word of God, if you're not learning through God's word, you don't have your sword to defend against the lies and the attacks of the enemy. When Joshua gets older, he says this again in Joshua 23, 6 through 8. Therefore, be very strong to keep and to do all that is written in the book of the law of Moses, turning aside from it neither to the right hand nor to the left, 
that you may not mix with these nations remaining among you or make mention of the names of their gods or swear by them or serve them or bow down to them but you shall cling to the lord your god just as you have done to this day a lot of times when we read the old testament we think that a lot of things don't apply to us but when i think about this passage it's so easy for us to just get so comfortable in our culture not questioning things I think it's a lot easier for us to not conform to the quote obvious ways of the world that we shouldn't conform to but what about even little things that have been accepted throughout our culture but they're probably not the best things for us it's so important to meditate on God's word do you have times when you feel like you've just messed up so much? There is a principle of you reap what you sow, right? So a lot of times God lets us experience the consequences of our bad decisions. We can get stuck being discouraged, but we can remember Romans 8:28, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. I think this is so beautiful because even when we mess up, God will work everything together for good. This doesn't mean that we mess up, we just, we mess up on purpose or that we become lukewarm or we we're not careful about what we do we're, we're still a lot of times going to experience negative consequences but it's so beautiful that god turns even the bad things into the good things there are times when we get so angry and we judge people and we get resentful and we feel like we really hate people but then when we turn to romans 14 10 through 12 it says this why do you pass judgment on your brother or you why do you despise your brother for we will all stand before the judgment seat of god for it is written as i live says the lord every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to god so then each of us will give an account of himself to god we can fall into the trap of thinking that it's okay to be resentful towards someone who has wronged us so badly or just we get offended so easily right but if we meditate on this word it's so powerful i've been meditating on this word because i want to have more compassion on my kids and just more people and, and just compassion in general i want to trade in my judgment and resentment for compassion and since i've been meditating on this verse i feel myself catching myself when i want to speak harshly to my kids or just be really angry at someone. Psalm 37, eight through nine says, refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself, it tends only to evil for the evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. The Bible says, be angry and do not sin. I think this Psalm is talking about when sometimes when we get really angry and we try to seek vengeance on someone god wants us to know that vengeance is his and that he will take care of it so sometimes we do need to take action but 
It shouldn't be to have revenge on someone or to get so angry and resentful because we know that vengeance belongs to God. Sometimes we know that God is calling us to something or we want to do something but we're scared because we feel like we're not good enough or there's something wrong with us. But when we turn to Philippians 4.13, this verse says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. We also get caught up with what everyone else thinks. Our parents, our cousins, our friends, people on social media, the culture. What are they going to think of me? We, Some of us are, we just have these chains on us. We're so scared of what people think. But Galatians 1.10 says, For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Your action step for today, if you are willing, is to write down a list of verses, of passages, put them in your phone. You know what? It doesn't even have to be a list. You can start with one verse if you don't have any. Start with one verse, put it on your fridge or put it on your phone, put it on your mirror, tape it. I tape it on my computer, on a post-it note. However you want to do it, Start meditating on the word just throughout the day. Think about it. Pray to God to help you to live it out, to remember it. Just meditate on God's word day and night so that it can become a part of you, so that it can transform your life. We need to be reminded of our identity in, identity in Christ. So when we think that there's something wrong with us or that we're not good enough, we're not talented enough, we've messed up too much, we need to remember God's truth. God's truth that says we are blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Ephesians 1.3. You are chosen. Ephesians 1.4. You are adopted by God. Ephesians 1.5. You are redeemed and forgiven. Ephesians 1.7. You are sealed with the promised Holy Spirit who is the guarantee of our inheritance. Ephesians 1.13-14. You are precious, 1 Peter 2, 4. You are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, 1 Peter 2, 9. You are one of God's people that has received mercy, 1 Peter 2, 10. You are a sojourner, 1 Peter 2, 11. You are the salt of the earth, Matthew 5, 13. You are the light of the world, Matthew 5, 14. You are fearfully and wonderfully made, Psalm 139, 14. I'm so glad that you took the time to listen today. If you liked what you heard, will you leave me a review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can reach more people? And if you want to connect with me, go to herholistichealing.com. Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For you. It's easy and my burden is light.